0: 2,000 dead, 12,000 injured, 53,000 houses missing. We know these almost incomprehensible numbers from the Haiti earthquake. One number we don't know, how many Haitians have been discharged from hospitals since the earthquake. Discharged from the hospital is bad news for many Haitians. Where do you go when you leave the hospital, especially if your home is gone? Many discharged patients are remaining on hospital property. After all, every day there are shipments of food, water, and clothing reaching these overwhelmed medical centers. Over a week ago, the empty spaces around the hospitals were filling with the wounded, and now they're filled with the recovered who have nowhere else to go. And there's no end in sight. Most of us have never experienced anything like this, but we've all felt displaced, like we're living somewhere that is isn't our true home. We can know, however, that Jesus is preparing a place for those who trust in him. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing with you the great story that's all about Jesus. And this is a program, again in a series this week, Called Hiding God's Word. We've been talking about what God's Word is and why it's important. And we've also been thinking about the importance of hiding this living and active Word in our hearts. Today, we'll be joined again by my friend Aaron House. He and his wife Emily and their three children live in Pennsylvania, where Aaron leads Piercing Word Ministries. If you've already heard Aaron's story this week, you know that he has quite the testimony of God's grace. This young man has memorized 26 of the 66 books of all the Bible. And he wants to help you in your Bible memorization too. No matter where you live or how old you are or what you're going through in life, we all need more of God's word in our lives and in our hearts and in our minds. Aaron's passion is to help God's people know his scripture better. And if you haven't heard his story, why don't you go to our website after the program and watch the interview that I did with Aaron. You can also learn more about Aaron and Emily's book, Warriors of the Word, the Bible Memorization Battle Guide for Winning Spiritual Victories. Born out of the trials and tribulations in his own life, Aaron, shares practical steps each of us can take to memorize God's Word and hide it in our hearts. So for your gift to the ministry, we'll get you this book right away. Our web address is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Or the number you can call is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. And now let's get the program started. We open now with Casting Crowns.
1: By kings, physicians, tax collectors, farmers, fishermen, singers, and shepherds. The marvel is that a library so perfectly cohesive could have been produced by such a diverse crowd over a period of time which staggers the imagination. Jesus is this grand subject. Our good is designed, and the glory of God is its end. The word is alive, and it cuts like a sword through the dark.
0: will fade but his truth it will not pass away it remains yesterday and forever the same that's casting crowns with the word is alive from their new album the altar and the door a wonderful message that we all need to remember i'm charles morris you're listening to haven today thank you so much for joining me as we're in a series this week called hiding god's word Now, there is another message gaining traction in our day. We should embrace uncertainty. That's the idea of Stefan Blom, a clinical psychologist and author. He wants us to realize that everything is not under our control. Uncertainty exists, and we can either cope with it or we can be terrorized by it. Blom says, when we don't know where we stand, we tend to fill in the gaps through blaming or questioning, or doubting ourselves. I'm guessing you're a lot like me. Over the last couple of years, you've realized that we actually have very little control over our own lives. The COVID pandemic has swept through our world and ripping the rug of stability out from under us. Even in the last several months, we could put together a long list of wars, fires still burning, earthquakes like in Haiti, Flooding, like in Tennessee. A condo complex collapsed in Florida. Cuba seems on the verge of collapse. Everywhere we look, we realize that things are uncertain. At least, almost everywhere. As Casting Crowns reminded us just a moment ago, we have one certain place we can go in the midst of all this doubt and frustration. And that one certain place... Is God's own word. And in the midst of all that life can throw at us, we can hide this certain word in our heart. But how do we start? Well, with me again is my friend Aaron House in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. He has more experience in memorizing scripture than just about anybody else I know. Let's just yeah. go straight into yeah. what all of us believers. Who read God's word and maybe we do our devotions every day, but Mm. hiding God's word in our heart is something we've never really done like we'd like to do.
2: Yeah, well, it's, it's huge. I mean, I, you have to choose a passage, first of all, that you want to memorize. And we talk mm-hmm. about how to do that in the book and where to start, you know, whether you've never memorized anything in the past or whether you've memorized hundreds of verses. What's your next step? Because it's a lifelong spiritual discipline mm-hmm. uh, that we want to incorporate in our lives. So would you plan it out? You need to have some accountability. Tell your small group, I'm, I'm memorizing James chapter one. Would love to share it. In a month, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and so then you have something on the calendar. You're going to be able to share it with family, with friends, with whoever. You mean you
0: enforce a deadline with yourself? <laughs> you enforce a deadline oh, with yourself. Aaron. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> Let's not and, get too personal, Aaron.
2: <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, to actually succeed in it, you know, so you plan it out. You have a deadline. You have accountability. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like anything you want to accomplish in life, you need those things. And then from there, you need to be a good teacher of yourself. You mm. need to see it, say it, and do it. So at first glance, you might be like, well, how do I do the word? That doesn't make sense. You know, okay, I can see it. Okay, well, I, can, I guess I can say it if I'm maybe in a room by myself. That's the key. You have memorizing a place where you feel alone with limited distractions. so you can actually, not
0: watching me and yeah, laughing so that, at me right so now. So that you
2: feel comfortable to say it out yeah. loud while yeah. you're memorizing. And then to be able to do it, you know, is uh, my wife's favorite way is using hand motions to memorize, you know, mm-hmm. I, as an actor, I acted out, I look like a goon walking around my living room, playing all the characters, you know, seeing all the different places mm-hmm. and visualizing everything. And I feel like, oh, well that, you know, I would never do that. Maybe you're the kind of person that would, uh, would game the scriptures using, you're uh, like writing the first letter of each word down and, mm-hmm. and kind of making this long acronym, or you would be maybe s- someone that would enjoy enjoy the the apps like verse locker or uh, so
0: there are a lot of apps that you can put on your phone or something. Yes. That help. Yeah. So verse locker
2: by scripture memory fellowship is a great one. Another okay. one would be fighter verses and you can uh, put your, the verses you're memorizing in there and you can play games with it. Basically you could okay. it'll take away words and you try to keep quoting. And, and you, these
0: are little like memory tools that would yes, help you yes. to learn.
2: And those are ways to do it. So it's, so it's not just about seeing it, not just about saying it, but also doing it. Some people think of memorization is okay. You pick up, this box of information and you put it down and you just do that over and over again. You pick up the same box mm. of information, put it down, pick mm. it up, put it down, pick it up. And it's this repetition that does it. just wears your back out. What we're asking people to do and what we teach people to do is to open the box, take out every single piece within the box and creatively make a work of art with each piece that they can place and display in their minds in, in a place that, that, that makes sense. Wouldn't it be wonderful
0: to have God's own word in our hearts and mind like that? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. It's good to have Scripture in your heart and mind during the good times, and, even more important maybe, in the middle of a crisis. Well, maybe that isn't much of a secret after all. You probably know that from experience, like I do. And the Apostle Paul certainly knew it, as he was. Sitting in a Roman prison, Paul wrote a letter to a younger friend. In fact, this friend was Paul's own son in the faith, Pastor Timothy. Paul had already written to Timothy, of course. But this was different. The apostle was writing to this younger pastor for what was probably the final time. You see, Paul was certain of something he was certain he would soon be executed for the sake of Christ. And that's hard for you and me to understand, isn't it? Sure, we may be mocked for our faith. We may even lose family members and friends or maybe a, a job for professing the name of Jesus. But sitting in a jail cell and waiting to be executed as a martyr, that's something that's foreign, especially if you're a North American Christian. Yet there Paul was, and as he instructed Timothy to come see him one final time, he gave him some instructions in 2 Timothy 4.13. When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas and my scrolls, especially the parchments. Paul wanted his son in the faith to bring him his cloak, or another word for a Coat. That makes sense, because there are few things more miserable than being cold and unable to do anything about it. But the second request was different. Paul wanted Timothy to bring him his copies of the Scriptures. Even while he was sitting on Rome's death row, the apostle knew the importance of God's Word. Maybe you think I've forgotten about that better way I told you about a few minutes ago. I assure you that I haven't. Before Paul shows how much he values the Bible, he tells Timothy why he believes Scripture is so important. And Paul instructed him with these words. Let me share those words with you. Continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it and how from infancy, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is God-breathed, and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now that's Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 14-17. through 17. Paul would soon be dead. And he wrote to Timothy with some instructions. And what did he tell Timothy? To continue in what he had learned from the scriptures. And why? Because all scripture is God-breathed. Have you ever wanted God to speak to you, to tell you what he thinks? Well, he has. The Bible is breathed out by God. To put it another way, the Bible is inspired. And because of that, it is certain, as we wonder in life, if we can trust our finances, our jobs, our shelter, even our loved ones, the Bible is reliable. And what does the Bible tell us? The great story that's all about Jesus. And because this great story is breathed out by God, you and I can trust it. We can literally stake our lives on it. But did you notice what else Paul told Timothy? Maybe these words are so familiar to us that we no longer recognize what they're saying. Paul wanted Timothy to continue in what he had learned. He says that from the time Timothy was a young boy, he had known the Holy Scriptures. Now think about that for a moment. How did Timothy know the Bible? And how was he supposed to continue in the things he had learned by remembering, teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training. But did Timothy have his own copy of the Bible? Probably not. He certainly wasn't carrying around a small print Bible or a phone with a scripture app. So young pastor Timothy had to have a lot of God's word hidden in his heart. The apostle Paul was almost dead his father in the faith would soon be silenced. But he had God's word, and that was all he needed. Now, think about today. What about us? You and I have no apostles rubbing shoulders with us, but we do have God's word. We have the story of Jesus. We have the gospel. And we can hide it in our heart just like our brother Timothy did almost 2,000 years ago. maranatha singers on haven today and thy word i want to say thank you to aaron house from piercing word ministries for being on with me again today whenever i talk to this young christian i walk away encouraged and with my eyes on our wonderful savior and i hope you felt the same way today and if you're like me and you want to memorize and hide god's word in your heart aaron with his wife Emily, have written this book for you. Whether you're new to this or an experienced memorizer of Scripture, the houses can help you put more and more of the Bible in your heart and mind. And in these uncertain days, isn't that something we could all use? I think we can do it. I think you and I can memorize God's Word and hide it in our hearts just like Aaron and Emily do we may not be as natural at it. We may not memorize as much as Baron has, but all Scripture is God-breathed. And we can have these inspired words already within us when we need them most. So for your gift to Haven today, I want to send you right away a copy of this book, Warriors of the Word. Just call us right now at eight hundred six five four twenty eight. Thirty-six. That's eight hundred sixty-five Haven, or get it there on our website HavenToday.org. That's HavenToday.org. And when you visit our homepage, keep scrolling down, and you'll see our video interview with Theron House. This young Christian man will bless you as he helps you hide God's word in your heart. Let's take a moment to pray. Lord, I want to thank you. For giving us the story, Paul approaching his death when he wrote second Timothy, and then the young Timothy about to lose his mentor, and for Paul to want some of the parchments, some of the scriptures, uh, he didn't have the complete Hebrew Bible that we know of. he certainly didn't have the New Testament because it wasn't written yet, and yet he had some of God's word. And he had a lot of it memorized and in his heart and the same thing for the young timothy well lord may we capture their vision may we learn god's word we have it so easy today with so many of our bibles but may we through your power hide it in our hearts so that we may understand our faith more deeply more richly and share our faith with others. We pray this now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we'll share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your walk with Jesus... I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Times were hard in the days of Noah. The Scripture tells us that the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. Not all that different from today, actually. But God had mercy on Noah. And though his wrath was coming, God provided a way to save and shelter Noah from his judgment. I'm sure it's a familiar story, but have you ever noticed how it foreshadows Jesus? On the day of destruction, it was the ark that was exposed to the elements and endured the wrath of the storm while Noah and his family were found safe inside. And likewise, it was Jesus who, like the ark, experienced the full fury of God's wrath so that those who are found in him can live. Try out Anchor Devotional today at GetAnchor.com.